Hello and welcome back to the Rhapsody of Realities podcast. It is your host, Jessica. And you're welcome to another installment of this beautiful podcast. And today we're going to be talking about success, you know. Right now is just about the end of the term, uh, end of the academic term, end of the semester. And what is on every student's mind right now is just exams, exams and more exams. It's finals. For me personally, it is my final exam as a university student. Well, my final set of exams rather so it's a very crucial moment for me so i'm endeavoring to do my best and be successful in every single one of my papers so today we're going to be talking about success how to program yourself for success and how to celebrate the success of of others you know and as always i would be taking an opening verse from the bible so today i'm reading from philippians chapter 2 verse 3 and it says in the King James Version, Let nothing be done through strife or vainglory, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem other better than themselves. You know, looking at this verse, uh, a lot of thoughts just come to my mind. And, you know, there's, there's people who, instead of seeing the positive side of others, you know, instead of learning from others, they go into competition, you know, worthless competition. You know, the news of someone else's success automatically upsets and triggers people into a competitive spirit. And that's not true. That ought not to be so, you know. You don't need to feel dwarfed by people because the success of another person does not mean that you are failing. So learn to rejoice and celebrate with others. You know, be filled with love. Never find yourself in unhealthy competition with others. For example, if you were starting a business now, for example, if you were starting a business, uh, don't let it be because you want to compete with somebody else. Do not strive or fight with others. Let God lead you instead. Because if you commit your work to him, and this is a personal testimony, something I have come to realize by myself, you know, if there's anything that a man can take away from his experience. So this is me speaking from and a standpoint of experience a standpoint of experience so i said for example if you're starting a business don't let it be because you want to compete with anybody don't strive or fight with others let god lead you because if you commit your work to him and you trust him he will cause you to succeed because he's already established you on the rock that rock that is christ jesus so therefore you have nothing to fear you have nothing to fear as a christian Talking to the Christians here, you have nothing to fear. And besides, success is relative. And there, that means there are different phases and levels of success. Your success can only be measured according to the vision and target that God has given you. So if you are about a God-given endeavor, then only he alone can judge how successful you are. It's between you and God. You can decide whether or not you're successful. It's based, why? Because it's based on what he told you to do. So what he told you to do may not be what he's told someone else to do. So you don't compare your yardstick with someone else's yardstick. The yardstick of success. Because success is relative. You cannot compare your success as a lawyer to that of your friend's success as a doctor. Those are two completely different fields. So there's no need to compare yourself with others or to rate yourself on the basis of people's successes and people's failures 
So in all you do, let your motives be right. It's very important to maintain a perfect heart, to maintain a clean heart. What is your why? Why are you doing what you do? When you hear about other people's successes, never allow a self-pitying attitude in, to arise in your heart. You know, why not me? Why is it not me? No, 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 no. Rejoice instead. Refuse to compare yourself with anyone because you are unique. You are perfect. You are unique. Now, I'm going to be talking briefly on this second half on how to program your spirit for success. And uh, I will take the scripture from Romans chapter 12, verse 2. It says, you know, this is one of my favorite scriptures. It said, be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove that what is a good and acceptable and perfect will of God. See, after you've come to Christ and you're born again, the next thing to do is to build your faith. You have to build your faith with the word so that your spirit will be programmed for success and victory. You know, a Christian who does not program his spirit with the word will not enjoy a life of victory. He will be among those who say, I don't know why bad things always happen to me. <laughs> you know, the problem with that individual is that he hasn't programmed his spirit with the word. It is like giving birth to a child and locking the child away in a room only to bring him out among people who are lame. That child is going to grow up. Even though that child was not crippled, he will never walk because his senses have not been trained to respond to an upright motion. So, I said that to say, a man can be born again. He can be regular in church. He can help others and be very kind-hearted, yet he will not experience the best of his inheritance in Christ. Even if he gets ministers of God to pray for him, even if he gets the most senior pastors, the most senior leaders, the Archbishop of Canterbury <laughs> to pray for him, it still will not amount to much because if he has not programmed his own spirit for the glorious life, it wouldn't amount to much. So now I'm going to be talking to you how to program your spirit. Because I've been saying program your spirit, program your spirit. But what does this really mean and how can you do it? It's simple. It is by learning and talking God's talk. One of the verses of scriptures you need to learn, you need to learn, that needs to be imprinted on your heart, is 2 Corinthians chapter number 5, verse 17. It says, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. So what does it mean to be in Christ? Because that verse says, if any man be in Christ. So to be in Christ means to be born again. So this verse is referring to you. It says, now that you are in Christ, you are a new creation. You're not going to be. You already are. <laughs> Praise God. You already are. It's not one of those things that we are looking to the future, hoping that it's going to come to pass. No, it already happened. It's telling you what you are. It says you're a new kind of man, a new creature, a new species. All things are passed away. That means the life of sickness is passed away. The life of failures is passed away. The life of limitations is passed away. All things are passed away. Behold, see, look. All things have become new. Praise God. All things have become new. All, all things are passed away. All things have become new. So this is God's talk. God's words are his thoughts 
clothed in vocabulary. So in order to program your spirit, you have to talk God's word. Affirm all the glorious things that he has said about you. Always say to yourself continually, I'm a new creation in Christ Jesus. I am born anew into a life of victory. I am the glory of God. I live in prosperity. Failure, disappointment, and defeat are far away from me. They are passed away. Behold, I have a brand new life of righteousness. As it should be. So see yourself through the lens of the word always. Call yourself what God has called you. You have to call yourself what God has called you. Bible says, do not conform to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. By the renewing of your mind. It is daily. It is a daily activity. Notice, Paul did not say, for ye are transformed by the renewing of your mind. He's telling you, you have to be transformed. So if your mind was already transformed, you wouldn't have to, you wouldn't have to conform it again. Do you get what I'm saying? Praise God. No, there's a difference between for ye are, because sometimes in the Bible you see where the writer says for ye are, like for example in in uh, First Peter chapter number 2 verse 9, he says for ye are a chosen generation. He tells you what you are. And then there's some pieces of scripture that are instructions, just like this one. It says, and do not conform to this word, but be ye transformed. It's telling you what to do. So when you got born again, it was your spirit that became born again. That's why sometimes, you know, your mind might still think some corrupt thoughts. Don't worry, you're not a sinner. Who might say, oh, so I became a Christian. I've still been thinking of, you know, that, that girl in a lustful manner. Don't worry, just renew your mind. And you renew your mind through the word of God. So thank you so much for listening to today's installment. This is the much we'll take for today. And uh, I pray you have an amazing day. And I hope to see you next week. And enjoy this music ministration. God bless you.